Hi, this is Buzz Burbank, and I never listen to None Taken. <sighs> now we're recording. Sweet. I know we had some funny stuff. That was some witty banter, Alan, but at least we're nice and <laughs> properly lubed up. We are quite lubed. Ew. Feeling very, very lubed. There's a building next to my company's office that uh-huh. says uh, P-U-G-H Lubricants. So the company's name is P-U-G-H. How would you, like, how pew. would you, pr- uh, yeah, pew, poo? Yeah. Poo. Pew. Poo lubricant. <laughs> poo. <laughs> like a laxative uh, suppository. That's that. you read I a just read a sentence I hadn't read before. What does it say? I said, I don't have any context. I know. That's All I, I saw was piss-covered pubes. I, I knew you'd um, see that when I, when I did <laughs> that, it like that. That just okay. jumped out. <laughs> yeah. Weird, right? So is this like your extra bedroom kind of thing? Yeah, this is the office because we don't have kids. Nice. And that's the Big O and Duke's, uh, was it? Woodstock or uh, food Foodstock to Electric Boogaloo. Nice. Yeah, but there's Natasha's butt right on my shoulder. Yeah. It's a great <laughs> shot, huh? <laughs> Did you take it? I. She sent it to me. It was a butt selfie, a belfie. Oh, a, nice. A, uh uh, uh-huh. what, did you need to get a beer? Or true something? love. Yeah, it is true. You love. know what? You. Actually, um, she moved to Nashville with me. Maybe, um, yeah. Give me like two seconds, two minutes, uh, two, two minutes, minutes Turkish. Turkish. Okay. All right. It's a long time. All right. Well, you want to start a show? Let's start a show. It's been a while. It's been a while. Welcome to None Taken, the internet's only debate and current events show with your hosts, Dustin and Alan. I uh, I wanted to change it because I thought it was rude that I never said with me, your host, Dustin, and over there is Alan. Like I actually, I literally woke up one day recently and, I, and like it was the first thing I thought about. It was probably the day really? I recorded. Yeah. And I was like, that kind of sucks. Like I'm your host, Dustin, and <laughs> over there is Alan. Just wrapping oh. away at the show or something. Yeah. Anyways. I didn't even. Yeah. I, no offense taken. Oh, well, excellent. <laughs> I was fine with it. I liked yeah, it. Yeah. But I was. I always thought of it as the whole the internet's only pa- podcast with me, your host, Dustin, and then over there. So like. Well, it's still specifically both, that. No. It's the internet's only right. podcast with Dustin with and you Alan. And me. With yeah. With yeah. Your host, exactly. Dustin exactly. and Alan. Yeah. Yes. Uh, <laughs> thank you for joining us. At the time of this recording, it is. Tuesday, April 6th, 2021. It just occurred to me that's in the bottom right corner of my screen every time I do this. <laughs> I'm in Nashville, Tennessee, and Alan is in the San Francisco Bay Area. We are here recapping another week of current events and sharing way too much of our tragic personal life. Please subscribe right now wherever you're listening to this and share this episode with your podcasting pen pals. Please leave us a five-star review and be sure to tell all your friends about us. You can find None Taken on Instagram, Twitter, and of course, our Facebook None Taken Superfans group. We probably have time for sharks. Alan, what is up? What is up, everybody? Welcome to the show. Hey, Dustin, is it still a great day for America? It's a great day for America. We it's missed a great you. Day for man. squeaky chairs. It felt weird not doing the show last Dude, week. Dude, it felt like it's been a month. 
I mean, I've, I've really... <laughs> been busy, but I like it feels like I've been neglecting something. Yeah, it was very strange. Like just to wake up on Tuesday and be like, "Oh, no show." Okay, let me just keep writing notes here. It's been but, Wednesday, uh, not editing. Right. Uh, but yeah, so it has been quite the uh, two weeks since we last talked into a microphone on the internet. Something happened? Um, yeah, I had a few things going on. Oh, shit. Um, I finally got to meet up with my buddy from SEC. We met halfway in Fairfield. So and lucky him. He got to get out of Sacramento. You weighed your you know, <laughs> small portion of your value and took it with you and said, I probably won't lose this by going to Sacramento. <laughs> we did. Oh, I didn't go to Sacramento. We met in uh, Fairfield. That's right. That's right. Fairfield. Sacramento's not that bad, man. I actually like some parts of Sacramento. Everybody shits on Sacramento. I don't know. Yeah, well, that it gets hot, really yeah. hot. There. I also like Detroit, so I guess you know, I can't talk. If you have air conditioning, Sacramento is a lovely place to live. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. All right. Um. Anyways, so we met up at Heretic Brewing. Have you ever? Yeah. sampled any of their fine beers? Uh, yeah, it's, I'm sure I have. Yeah, or we've talked about it. They enough. have a chocolate hazelnut porter that's really Ooh. good and mm. a couple of things. Anyway, so we had some beers, hung out. That was fun. Hadn't been able to get out and actually hang out with friends and have a couple of beers for yeah. quite some time. Right. Did you get drunk um, inside? We were inside. Nice. Um, I only had a few beers, but yeah. yeah. That's all it takes it was for fun. me. <laughs> oh, there you go. There you go. Um, so other than that, not you know i worked a lot obviously i had a, i had a small first world complaint which i'm sure nobody can relate to because you have to live where i live for this to be an issue when you go to the store to buy like toiletries like your you know your, your deodorants your mm -hmm. toothpaste your things like that is it locked up no dude everywhere around me is locked up wow like, I have to, you have to push a button and wait for somebody to maybe come over and unlock the stuff. Oh for wow! For toothpaste, wow. like a three dollar tube of toothpaste, dude. What it's crazy. Wow! So literally, I drove. So I went to the the CVS, which is like right across the street from where I work, um, and I pushed the button like twelve times button. and stood there, and nobody nobody ever came. <laughs> so I just said fuck it and left. Uh -huh. So I actually drove to Albany just to Jesus. get like some New York. Some <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Albany, New York, dude, three thousand wow. miles. Uh, it was a it was a hike, but it was worth yeah. it. You well, know, I would gotta... walk five hundred miles. Five hundred miles. Just to That's good. Fall down. Just to be the man that falls down at the door. With with. Da -da -da. <laughs> uh, that's about it, man. That I am. Mm. It's a great song. The um, I am gonna be going on vacation in a couple weeks. Going up to see my dad, taking my son up there, and the dog. On assignment. We're gonna have. We're going to have a good time, hang out on the sound for a couple of days in the cabin. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. That'll be end of April, like April 23rd week of. So we'll figure out what we're doing with the show that yeah. week. But we'll, we'll get something out there. It'll for be you. fun. Anyways, I know well you deserved. have a sh shit. Thank you. I know you have a shit ton to get to in your oh, personal life. Man. You traveled across the country. You moved to a new location. Yeah. Started a new job. Stranger What's in going a strange on, land. Uh, it's been fun. Do man. tell. Okay. Well, let me start off. Uh, yeah, so so we did drive cross country. We packed up uh, the dogs. Um, yeah, I haven't talked to you guys. You, I haven't talked to you since we since we even like did any of the packing at all. I mean, that's a boring story, but it was emotional having everything like jammed into the back of a truck and like being like, okay, we're doing this. And just, I saw that the mirror made it. There yeah, was concern. unbelievable, right? But yeah, it was yeah. just, it was nice having that moment where, you know, just reflecting on how things were, you know, if you listen to the first episodes of this podcast to where things are now, it's just been quite, wow. yeah, 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 quite a it's ride. Pretty cool to be here. Um, 
And so let's get into it. I, let me actually start my personal life with a little bit of a Dustin's ask question. Dustin asked questions for you. A DAC, okay. if you will, Alan. A DAC. I don't Bring like it. this. I hate this. <laughs> Natasha's like, oh, I kind of like it. I'm like, ah, fine. Um, so have the social effect uh, have the social effects of the pandemic changed the face of customer service? Yes. Okay. You're a great improv. Want more partner. detail? Yeah, of course. So yeah, yeah. like, you know, we yeah. coming from the from the background that me and you have in our experience in retail, um, you know, you may or may not be a retail manager. Um, and, but we manage people and most of the time that has to do with uh, customer service. You know, we have to we have to have and I just feel like either because of job loss or retraining or de-learning, if that's a word, uh, you know, do you think there's been an effect of that on that? Go ahead. Yeah. Huge. I mean, so first the focus for, for customer service has shifted very much so to health and safety, right? The customer wants to feel like, uh, the environment they're in is, is safe and that they can, um, shop without worry basically. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, so that's super important. Um, that's that's your primary function at this point, as opposed to what it was before, um, which was more of an interaction-based mm -hmm. um, service. Mm -hmm. I mean, there still is that, um, but really the prime concern on everybody's mind, you know, most of the people I encounter is they want it to be safe and they want it to feel like um, protocols are in place to... Got to follow proto. Yeah, protocols are in place to to maintain that safety for themselves and everybody else. And it's even the same with with associate with customers and associates both. You know, people that work for you um, want to feel that as well. You know, nobody yeah. wants to go to work in an environment where they feel like they're unsafe. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. But okay, so do you think that that's at the expense of delivering like competent customer service? Have you? I I feel like I've had a lot of bad interactions from people that are supposed to just have like the basic level of concern for, you know, what customers want outside of cleanliness. Of course that needs to be addressed, but like, are these other things falling off the table entirely? Are you seeing that? Or is it just my experience? Um, I think that I am seeing it more often. And I, the only thing I could say that as far as a reason for that is just that people are burnt out. You know, a lot of people are, um, because of the change in the way that we do business, a lot of people are really burnt out that are that are operating in customer service spaces. Mm -hmm. um, and so you may see more breakdowns than normal. I would. Well, let's I, I see if seen that. that's what I personally. Oh, I feel like we're I, leading into a yeah, story here. Yeah. So do tell. The, uh, if you'll recall, I had a bit of an experience at the Comfort Inn in uh oh, Nashville God. when i came out here i wasn't yeah gonna use their the name. egg situation yeah yeah so now their name's out there because they were sweet and they gave me a bunch of credit and uh they gave me my money back and they gave me a bunch of stupid points and i'm like well oh, i yeah, am traveling you wrote a, yeah i wrote you them did red review yeah. i could probably didn't talk Which about it on the show because i was being a nice person but yeah right so they resolved it and i was like great you know what this is probably a bad idea but i will use those points and kind of be selective of where i'm staying uh, it wasn't the same exact one, right? Not the same exact location. It's the same. No, but it was a chain. The same chain. Yeah, Comfort yeah. is like Econo Lodge and a bunch of other like Quality Inn is com is Comfort. I feel thing. like those those hotels are actually like they franchises, did. so it's yeah. actually a, a single owner. Yeah, but you, that maybe owns one or two. Probably, but you could purchase for the most part through their chain. Yeah. 
Yeah, so, but they have standards that they're supposed yeah. to set for their franchises. Right. So um, <laughs> our first night in Albuquerque was lovely. Like they were fine. It was just exactly what you want for the price. You're like, I just want like a clean place to sleep and shower. That's it. You know, like nice. maybe have a, have a table. Yeah. Did you take a left or a right at Albuquerque? <laughs> I can't remember. Well, in the morning we made a left in Albuquerque. <laughs> okay. Uh, we went. We stopped by the Breaking Bad spot where they took the where they got. Would they throw up. the pizza on the roof? No, not the pizza oh. roof, but okay. where they uh, picked up Jesse and uh, Walter separately to like get their new lives. They're still oh, right. like weird background. Yeah, I took a picture there. It was like really important to me. I've so, heard that that place with, where they with threw the pizza, pizza on, on the, the roof, roof, they have like they're... a sign that says, "Please stop throwing pizzas on our roof." Yeah, because right? people just go there. and they're like, that was all done in one take, and it was all like, imp- I mean, not like it was supposed to be improvised, but he was just like, I'm mad, I'm going to throw it over my head. And they're like, wow, it landed, box open, pizza out of the box. Like, perfect. Like, that couldn't have been better. I like, didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Um, anyways, what was it? Oh, so I went from Albuquerque. That was great. And then our, so it's our third night of our trip. We stayed in Oklahoma City. Kind of looking forward to it. It was like, you know, maybe if Bricktown's open, we'll go get something to eat. Maybe it'll be open enough to like grab a drink. Um, right. And we got into town kind of late because you you know it was the eight hour drive plus stopping because of the dogs. So it was like a nine hour drive, and then you lose an hour, and you're like, okay, how'd this turn into ten hours? Oh, I guess that makes perfect sense. So like we just got there and we were ready to hit the this like lay down, just maybe order some food in or you know whatever. Um, so we check in uh, for something in the quality brands and or comfort brand and so while i'm checking in natasha is taking the dogs out so that they can finally go pee and this woman walks by and gives her like a large hoof like an like a proclaimed exhale and she goes right into the office and then um we oh, start unloading. So an employee yeah <clears throat> while i'm checking in so i don't see any of this happen okay. i get a card i give it to N- natasha and i uh start unpacking the car and while i'm outside she gets a phone call like immediately and when i get in there she's like they're gonna need you to go up front and tell them about the dogs i'm like okay like i booked a place it was dog dog friendly so like i don't have to worry about that so i go up front to check out well while she's telling me about that i this is what i'm experiencing i'm in the bathroom taking a piss also because i like the dogs hadn't gone for a while and while, right. while, while I'm busting a piss into the toilet, like busting. I'm looking at the bottom of the toilet lid and it's just covered in piss. And I look, oh. in, and I look into the tub next to it and it's just drenched in pubes. And oh, then God. while I'm like getting out there ready to wash what? my hands, I'm, I'm like thinking I'll get some hand sanitizer and just like spray this down with that and like wipe yeah. it down and just be done with it. Um, Natasha goes, there's ranch in the fridge. Then she opens oh, up the God. freezer and she goes, and probably drugs question mark <laughs> what the and i'm hell? like all right that's it so i grab all the stuff and i go up there and so yeah so i grab all of that i go up to the front um i pay for the dogs and i tell her hey by the way it's not a clean room and like you know i hear some pictures of it yeah i took pictures um and i'm like you know if you look through here like it just looks like it wasn't cleaned like can can we have a clean room uh, and she's, Can she we have said, a clean room, please? She sir. says we don't have a cleaning staff, and I think she meant they've already gone home. But she said they don't have a cleaning <laughs> staff, um, and I'm like, we don't clean shit here. Yeah, I know. Just... And then she's like, they don't have any other rooms that um, have like they they don't have any other rooms available. So I'm like, so no cleaning staff, no other rooms. And I'm like, um, how do I know that the sheets are clean? Like, and, and she goes, sir, if they're white, they're clean. Exact words. Through, those words came. 
Those, yes, those exact words came through a mouth that looked like wow. someone just pried it open with one hand and threw a fistful of teeth into it with the other. <laughs> just going every direction. <sighs> if the sheets are white, they're clean. Yep. All right. So, Show title. Yeah. No. <laughs> oh, man. I think you're right, actually. So I'm still of the mindset of like, I, like, I haven't yet processed that I don't want to be here, but I'm like, can you give me cleaning supplies and she storms off saying i'll clean it myself and i'm like yeah that seems fucking reasonable actually like but your job yeah, yeah how about that like, just give me a clean thing of sheets and i'll be good you know and so i go back in and i'm starting to tell natasha about this so as as i'm telling natasha about this the phone rings and it's the woman from the front desk that is this is a third woman by the way not the woman that huffed and puffed at natasha she was in the background while um oh, sorry i Wait, I, I'm jumping all over the place. When I go up there and I show her the pictures, and I brought the probably drugs, and I like, <laughs> and I like, drugs. and I'm telling her like this was in our freezer. It's like this gray bag wrapped in paper towels, wrapped inside of a Ziploc bag, and I just left it in the Ziploc. I didn't look. Probably at just tamales. Probably, I mean. probably, yeah. I mean, it's probably not drugs. It was a large quantity. But like when okay. I like slid it like down for her to look at it, she like snatched it from me and then she like held it like this, like next to her. Oh. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. So I took a picture of that and I was like, I just want a picture that you have that, not me. She says, don't you take a picture of me? You're not allowed to take that picture of me. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. I don't want the picture of you. I'm deleting it in front of you. And then that was all she cared about. And then that's when she stormed away and was like, I'll clean the room myself. And I'm like, yeah, that's reasonable. So I go back to the room. Now I have, uh, I'm start telling Natasha about everything that happened. I actually have the recording of me starting to tell Natasha and then her the phone ringing and me like being on the other side of the phone call. I should have got it closer to the recorder, but I, I just had a feeling something was coming up. Um, anyways, I can put it here if it's appropriate. If not, we'll move on. Um, she calls... I'm sorry. Can I ask a question without derailing yeah. you? So what was she huffing and puffing about in the first place? Was it the I dogs? Think the dogs. I'll get okay. to that. So, okay. so now that third person from the front, the one with the teeth... She calls yeah, right. and she's like, so we've decided that you're not going to be able to be satisfied with the service that we can provide you. And I'm like, uh, we've decided, like, is, can I have an opinion on this? And she's like, no. <laughs> I was like, does that mean you're kicking me out? She's like, yes. And I'm like, are you serious? Yeah. Yeah. They kicked you out At of the hotel? 7 p.m. Part of her reason was that there was two of us and I booked a single occupancy. I'm like, isn't fucking every hotel based on double occupancy? And yeah. yeah. And then she said, plus you wow. have two dogs. She said, plus you have two dogs and you only paid for one. I'm like, motherfucker, you're the one that saw my dogs and told me to come pay. I didn't know there was even a pet charge because the other one didn't have a pet charge. And, right. I, like, and I booked it based on them having, which I checked, they had pet charge. Uh, they had um, pet accepted it's like 20 bucks 25 no bucks. they didn't say pet charge it was pets oh, okay. uh, uh, here so like anyways it doesn't fucking matter doesn't i would matter. have said yeah, there yeah. was two if i knew that the, the amount mattered <laughs> so for those reasons i was kicked out and because they didn't have a clean room oh. yeah well so, so you they, had to find another hotel we were That's... in the sheridan across the street by 7 30 it was amazing oh. and i'm sure they took care of you the room was only 69 dollars nice. nice yeah Nice. This is Oklahoma City. Yeah, uh, Midwest City to be specific, which I'm sure is the difference. I'm sure it's a lot nicer in Oklahoma sure, City than Midwest sure City is. right next door. I have. I only have one quick Oklahoma yeah. City story. Um, Oklahoma City, the first place I ever visited a Hooters in. 
Stupid. I think Dallas was the first Hooters I'd been to. We got, I was, me and my grandparents uh, were walking <clears throat> through the city, and my grandpa goes, hey, let's go to Hooters, cred. And my grandma's like, oh. And then she's like, okay. And we got inside, and she's like, I just thought this was about owls. <laughs> I love your grandma, love dude. You uh, so what actually, your story, my right? reason, the reason I was in Oklahoma City was because of my grandma. So oh, nice. She was moving. Did you take her to Hooters? <laughs> no, no. Damn it. She was she was moving out here to live with us, uh, with myself and my parents. Um, which, uh, anyways, I won't talk about that too much. But she was moving out here, so me and my cousin went out there to drive her car across country to bring it to California. I think you've told me about this before. Yeah. So it was just me and him. Um, and I think I was sixteen. I it's just like turned. the grapes of wrath, basically. It was fun <laughs> driving. So. Yeah. Yeah, so we went to Hooters. We did all kinds ran of stuff. Ran over a snake. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. we ran over plenty of snakes. Mm. And then actually, so her car was the car I used to take my driver's test. Oh, nice. What kind of car was it? It was like a Ford. Uh, uh, Crown Vic? No. Like, my grandma had a Crown what's Vic. Below, what's below the Taurus? It's like the smaller Escort. version of the Escort. I yeah, recently I owned Escort. a Ford Escort before I bought my Mini. Oh, yeah. Uh, I remember that. Oh, yeah. It wasn't the hatchback, though. It, it was the other. hatchback. Oh, right. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Uh, Anyways, that's okay. So, so that was like the that. So you would think that was the worst night of our trip, except. Can I was, ask a couple more questions? It was, yeah, it was on? just it was really the best betting and like Why? sleep experience of that trip. Oh, I bet the Sher- yeah. Sheratons are great. Yeah, man. I love Sheratons. Uh, four four points by Sheraton is also uh, great. That's yeah. Awesome. Um, what made you think it was drugs? Like the, just the like the the hotel. Oh, okay. Just the <laughs> the hotel, yeah. You're like, this is probably drugs. Yeah, like, this it just seems like drugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know why okay. it's in the freezer, and I don't understand the quantities being that high. Alan, I don't do opiates, okay? <laughs> I don't do them. I ingest them. Right. Yeah, I don't do drugs. <laughs> um, so, so the, the the night actually got worse on the trip. The following night in Memphis, we um, everyone said like, there's like a lot of. It's very easy. It's harder to find the nice part of Memphis than not. So like picking the hotel, they they were like, you know, if you want to be near Graceland, you can stay at the guest house, which is just this commercialized building. Or they said it's just as nice at the Days Inn. And boy, were they wrong. We had cups that said Best Western, a counter that wasn't finished, um, handprints on the door like at a child's level on both sides of the door, like they've been opening and closing it. Um, the Damn. washcloth still draped over the fucking uh, shower. <laughs> Didn't find out until I was in the shower and I was committed to the room. We're like, I don't care. I'm not repeating last night. This is just the fucking wow. worst. Yeah, dude. You have the worst hotel No shit, dude. It's so bad. But, but you know what? They were nice there. So I was like, you know oh. what? I don't care. Like, I knew what I was getting into. It was clearly a party hotel. There was these weird screams in the middle of the night that would stop when the door closed. Like, what? Like, so, like, we'd wake up in the middle of the night to screaming, and then the neighbor's door would close, and the screaming would stop. So it's like, did did the door close hide the screaming, or did the clo- door close stop the screaming? Both of which I find very alarming. Yeah, but, that's alarming. That's alarming. I mean, in hotels like that, generally a, a door closing, you'll still hear what's going on behind speaking of screaming i've got to give the biggest shout outs the second best night stay of our trip the best night of the trip was the first night in buckeye arizona at my sister my sister who's number four listener in all nantekistan nice she uh she put us up for the night 
And her and her husband and I and Natasha just drank beers way too late and then drove. We were fine driving because it was at their house. I just mean, like, it was a rough start to the next day. <laughs> anyway, uh, she fed me a steak as big as your head, Alan. Nice. I, 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 I'm not joking how big the steak was, Alan. I couldn't poop for three days. <laughs> I'm sorry, Alan. I'm sorry, Amber, but Alan, it was that much steak. It was good too. I'm not you know what? That. Sometimes you have to pay the price for that yeah. sort of thing. Well, Natasha swore off red meat the rest of the trip. She's like, no I don't shit. know if it's the cow game or the, that big steak, but I just don't really feel like having red meat anymore. And she can't have pork, <laughs> so it was a chicken diet and salads. Wow. Yeah. Oh, Speaking of the cow right. game, can I tell you about how the cow series went? Yes. Do you do understand tell. what the cow series is? No. So, I do not. So the cow game is whenever you're on a road trip, you just look out the window, and if you see cows, you get a point. Oh! And then any time, so it's one side versus the other. And then We played this game on the way to- uh, Oh, yeah, we played this game on the way to Mammoth. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not yeah, in the snow so now. much, but yeah. Yeah. The, it's fun. Yeah, and if you pass a cemetery, you lose all your cows. And if you yes. pass a roadside um, memorial, you lose one cow. Um, I remember. And then we made I up a rule. cows to Yeah. That. Well, that came up in ours. So yeah. me and Natasha played five days of driving, so there was an oh, odd yeah. number. We could do a series. So Natasha won the first two fucking days. I was scared. I was like, if she wins the third day, it's over because it's best of five. Yeah. So I won the third day thanks to two cemeteries on her side. I didn't have any cemeteries. And then Nailed on it. the second day, she had two cemeteries. I had one. And I was up by like 19 cows at one point. Dude, we fat, we had just like 170 cows on my side and 140-something on her side. Or no, Damn. it was like the same number because I ended up Some winning. Baylor-Gonzaga like, shit. No shit, dude. It was a lot of cows <laughs> going through Oklahoma, though. Wow. Yeah. Well. To be expected, close, I guess. But I won that day too. Um, and then on the way to Memphis, or from Memphis to, to uh, Nashville, I, I I had like three cows and I saw a cemetery and then I saw no more cows and she had like eight and I was oh, like, whatever. No. I don't remember the final score, but it was something like So she like beat that. three to two? Yeah, she won three to two, but it was not bad. Like, it was a good series. Right. There's always next year. Yeah, yeah. I've noticed there's more roadside memorials on the passenger side and there tends to be more cemeteries, but I, actually the cemeteries are even because you don't count the roadside memorial on the other lane's passenger side. It would have to be your like the a driver's side memorial, which is less. So if you're like on a four lane or six lane highway, it would have to be on the median for the driver to get lost. (laughs) Okay, yeah, I understand. Yeah, so yeah, definitely the passenger is at a disadvantage. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But they should play that game going up to Washington. Yeah, oh, you got to play that game going to Washington. Let's see how the cow game goes. Let's see you versus Will. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, other personal life items. This one's just silly, but we went to CVS a lot, and I realized Natasha turned into the long receipt. <laughs> what? what she just mean? always is like we go like like she'll like she'll just look at her phone while she's looking for something else and be like, oh by the way, I have a forty percent off for CVS. I'm like, okay, I didn't ask for this. <laughs> it's like that giant receipt they give you, but she's just Does like she have it digitally or I what? I think so. Yeah, but it's like you know oh. how you open your email and it's the first thing you're like, oh sweet a coupon, right? And that keeps happening. Um, I never use those things. I, I almost burnt down why. the house. Say what? Oh yeah. I'm sorry to cut you off, but I almost burnt down the house. Your we have current an, house. This one, yeah, like day yeah. one. Well, no, like day three when the moving truck came. We uh, I, we have an electric range, and I'm not accustomed to one. And I put mm. a bunch of box, a bunch of cardboard boxes down on top of it, <laughs> and I hit one of the knobs. You and, accidentally turned it on. Uh, yeah, and then we went out and like unloaded a bunch of heavy shit, and we came back into the house to carry it in. And I'm like, it smells like the heater's on. And Natasha's like, I can't smell anything. I had COVID. And I'm like. No, something's bad. And I go into the kitchen. I'm like, oh, the stove's lighting the box on fire. And I turn it <laughs> off and I like take a wet rag and throw it on the floor and then put the box down on that. 
And then we Dude. turned a fan on and it just it barely <laughs> stopped smelling like, I, but yeah, but like literally the fact that I didn't catch COVID is why we didn't burn the house down. Oh, good thing you didn't catch COVID. Right. Then. Dude, my last place I lived in Martinez, uh, we had a gas stove. I like and gas it stoves. was. It was super easy to accidentally, like, if you're leaning against it, like, <laughs> if you're, like, you know, drinking a beer and you're hanging out with people in the yeah, kitchen. Yeah, just turn that shit on low. Yeah, like, maybe you're getting ready for barbecue, whatever. You kind of lean back and you'll accidentally turn it on, but yeah. it'll only turn the gas on. Oh, nice. Light. So we actually had to get one of those gas sensors in there because so many times the room was, yeah. like, filling with gas and nobody knew. And Jesus so it was like, Christ. wait, what's that smell? Why does my head hurt? Yeah. yeah. Why, why am I hallucinating? Yeah. Uh, and that's what it was. Nice. So nice these things happen these things i suppose these things happen that's the gas leak that causes his apartment <laughs> to blow up in um, yeah what movie fight club i suppose these things happen fight did you club, say yeah. these things happen on purpose there of course i did okay. i say everything on purpose yeah. no i don't did you say that one on purpose though because <laughs> no really I, I i say that all the time i, know, I didn't but say we that only on... <laughs> have both said that because of that quote in that movie yes i know it literally applicable i know <laughs> all right i just say it all the time now, all right so. well yeah. yeah like uh it's kind of my honest. thing that's kind of my thing yeah well I, listeners yeah. i'll have to look up whose phrase it's kind of my thing is rest in peace Kobe. rest in peace uh that's it i have a lighthearted dustin ask questions um you want to pick a number one or two yeah uh two okay is pete Buttigieg now america's mayor since rudy giuliani <laughs> is just the mayor of 9-11 <laughs> Uh, sure. Did you I, see I, for, him pushing all that, like, uh, railroad and, uh, light rail stuff as transportation secretary? Well, yeah, he's a transportation secretary. What's he supposed to do? <sighs> Not boondoggles. Aren't you loving how California's <laughs> light rail program's going? Or, uh, I voted uh, for that, like, uh, 10 years talk, ago, and yeah, it's still it was, not here. Yeah, of course not. It's, spent so much money. Well, I'm, I keep saying light rail. I mean the, um, bullet train stuff. Bullet trains. Yeah. yeah, they were supposed to do a train from uh, LA to San Would Francisco. Would you like to have a train that can go up to 70 miles an hour? What? <laughs> they, they do it in Japan. I know, but they go more than 70. In China. Yeah. Like, it's also not fast. Like, we don't live in a culture that's built around having... Well, we'll talk more about uh, infrastructure in the second half. Yeah, okay. we definitely Do you want to drive a little more? I've been talking. So, wait, is he is Pete Buttigieg America's mayor? I will, I will happily anoint Pete Buttigieg the new America's mayor. Yes. Well, South Bend I, be I will sign him. off on that. Yeah. So that, it's official because I said so. Okay. Yes. Well, you heard it here first. <laughs> um. Okay. You have a note, Alan. Wait, what? Natasha uh, says tomorrow. Oh, I don't, don't want to skip things. Oh, no, that's fine. Natasha says tomorrow Australianly. What does that mean? Uh, I just added it there. I forgot to delete it. Just she says like tomorrow. Uh, how tomorrow? Tomorrow. I don't. I don't know how to do it. I can't speak funny. Wait, should we have her come in and say it on mic? Natasha, is that? Are you? Is on that the thing phone? we could? I mean, we can do that now. I could text her. I think she's on the phone. We we have the technology. Oh, what? there she is. Hey, I see her. Can I can see her tomorrow? before you can. Yeah, that's right. So she's, behind, <laughs> she's right behind me. Yeah. Can you say tomorrow? And it's like a little horror movie. You say it Australianly. She's, she's not happy about yeah, this. You know, I thought she'd be more excited to be on the. <laughs> tomorrow that sounds That's, sort of yeah, super normal sounded normal to me too yeah you're doing this on purpose She's <laughs> can you say your nor your normal can he's you, like no how I say I it. just okay. say tomorrow yeah you oh <laughs> okay that was a little different a little different <laughs> thank you baby that was great Right. We're not making. Fun. We're not laughing at you. We're laughing with you, Natasha. A little applause on it the was way great. out. Yes, yeah, it's great having her here. All right, 
<laughs> that was fun. Thanks. We can do that now. Yeah. You had sports. I'm sound effect. Sports. Okay. Sports. Dun, dun, dun. We ha- don't we have, we have a sound. A sound. I was I was tell- oh. in my head. Yeah. You right. Can't right. Know what's okay. happening inside my head. <laughs> I try. Um, so job. in the NCAA tournament, Baylor beat Gonzaga over the weekend. I was really hoping the Zags would pull it out. That would have been the first undefeated season. I think. Ever. Always a bridesmaid. <sighs> Man, the Zags. And I thought Baylor wasn't. I thought they came out of nowhere, but apparently not so much. Uh, and they really dominated the game. So yeah. That. I just yeah. haven't paid attention to college. Ball no, me so too. I they are. I, I think their opening round. I watched some of their game, and that was it. Yeah. Baylor is from Houston. Is that no? Where they are? They're from Baylor, Texas. Isn't that outside of Houston? Uh, they're from Plano. They're from fucking. You don't know where Baylor is. Well, you know what? Wait, hold on. Do I... you know? Wait, hold on. Do you not know what city Baylor's in? No, I don't. I Waco. Really don't. Is it really? Yeah. Oh shit. Well, all I know I is said they're from a, Baylor, Texas, so don't listen to me. I'm acting all there's sassy. A, there's some doctor that's on TV all the time, Peter Hotez or something. That's a yeah. He's the infection. Yeah, he's the. I thought he's in Houston. Maybe they have a uh, satellite. I believe there. he's at Baylor too, though. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. None of this all right. Matters. None of this matters. Uh, so, other fun story that happened in sports this week is Major League Baseball decided to move the All Star Game from Atlanta to Colorado based on the recent voting restriction laws that have been passed in Atlanta, there've been a lot of calls uh, from various politicians to boycott uh, companies and firms who were still doing business in in, uh, Georgia um, because of this. And so now we have some, some actual companies responding to this. The funny part about this is the funny part. So Mitch McConnell um, yesterday, I want to say, he had a quote. He said, businesses should stay out of politics. Huh. That was that was the quote. And then later he walked it back. He said, businesses <laughs> should stay out of politics. I'm not talking about political contributions. No way. Yeah. He said the quiet yeah. part. He came back to say he the quiet part loud. He came back. He's like, give me your money, like, but is, just shut the is, fuck up. I'm sorry. Is the microphone still on? Because, you know, like I was taking a shower earlier and I thought about what I just said. I was like, that's not what I meant. What I meant <laughs> is me, but not them. Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, he's the reason that companies are considered that they have. I mean, uh, him and Nancy Pelosi. Oh, that the companies they have are considered free people. Yeah, they, yeah. <laughs> that they have the right to free speech, but he doesn't want them to talk. Just, just give me money. Right. Yeah. That's, Jesus Christ. He said, accept so, the political contributions. Yes, it's so hypocritical. What about people that can't afford to buy senators? Well, you're fucked. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> Jokes on me. Wow, man. What do you think about it? I mean, that's a whole topic, and let's wait more. I mean, we obviously missed it. I think if we did a show last week, we would have talked about the Georgia stuff. And, I mean, long and short of it for me is they're clearly, like, the only thing that's appropriate is to have as much access to voting as possible. You have freer and fairer elections when you have better access. Anything that's addressing limiting access, I'm extremely questionable. I tend to give – I want to – try to give politicians as anyone the benefit of the doubt that they're not coming from a malicious perspective or of a malicious place, but this seems malicious. I will, I do. Can I keep going? Yeah, go okay, for it. One, one last thing on that from me at least is that one provision. So like the, they, they, they reduced people's access and ability to vote. And that I think on its face is enough to say this whole thing is what most people are claiming it to be calling it right. like what Jim, Jim Eagle, like a new bird, Jim Raven. 
Um, what? Jim Crow <laughs> 2.0. Oh, Jim Crow yeah, 2.0, yes. Yeah. Oh, that was a big talking point for the, yes. Yeah, but yes. I called it Jim Raven. You did. I'm clever. And you said Jim Bird. I was, I was really yeah, confused. Yeah, some other bird. I know now. Anyway, I understand now. Yeah. the... Uh, uh, the, the one that I think is a bit of an exaggeration is the one where they're saying like, we can't even give people water. It's like, they're like, don't you understand that some of these the valid point I'm about to make, don't you understand some of these, uh, polling sites are set up with prejudice in mind to not allow for properly staffed or there's not enough sites in a community. So there's really long lines and people know that it's an eight hour process sometimes to vote. And to that, I would say, you can still pack your own food and lunch and water. Like you can do that. Like I don't, I, I, I guess there's some privilege I'm saying there, but you can, whatever you were going to eat probably didn't have to be refrigerated. You could bring that if it's that problem for someone else to be giving you water in that moment. I can very easily imagine more situations where someone will be somewhat manipulative in that position of giving water. And if that's a concern, I don't, you know, that's the one thing on this. I'm like, that seems kind of reasonable. Hmm. Fucking yeah, Michael I mean, Barbaro. I, have, hmm. I actually, I have actually have a lot to say. Regard, I didn't expect to have a lot to say here, but um, uh, okay. So, yes, of course, you can bring your own food and water. You can even bring one of those little insulated bags so the water stays cold, sure. and, and your sandwich mayonnaise doesn't yeah. kill you. Um, <clears throat> but should you have to? No, like, but that's a separate thing. Like, let's talk about vote. why there's not enough polling sites or uh, voting. What, what are we talking about? Not polling locations. Polling locations in in that county or in that uh, region. Well, they reduced them. I agree. That's worth talking about. But saying that eliminated Sunday voting. I agree. I said all those things before this. Yeah, yeah. But but to say that hey, we should still allow people to give away water and and food. That's rife with opportunities for influence. And if it influences one percent of the vote, clearly, as we saw in Georgia, that's enough. Like I, I mean, all I can say I'm not, is I don't that, not want like like by and large. Anytime people try to restrict voting, it causes advert the opposite to happen. People are more right. outraged and they go out. So, mm-hmm. like this is sure to fail, and these are clearly the actions of like a dying animal just retching about. However, like the power that that the Republicans have, they recognize that it's not going to last long, so they're trying to maximize their opportunities with the time they have left, and they think that one of the things they can do is limit a certain demographic. However, just the, that's that's ignorant because that you don't know how that'll affect you and more than likely people will lash out against that so i mean it was stupid of them to do i think that all of those are horrible for them to have done i think that telling people that they can't just give out water and food to people sounds cruel but if you think about it more i think it's pretty reasonable to say you shouldn't have any kind of influence let alone over what it takes for you to survive that day like that that's that seems reasonable like in, and it's not so unreasonable. Like the outrage is it shouldn't take you eight hours to vote. Not you should have brought your food with you. Like bring food with you. I mean, all that's the outrage. I mean, I just I think of people I know, colleagues of mine who who work in retail in various uh, institutions and who when uh, their stores reopened after the pandemic, after lockdown, they had lines of hundreds of people standing outside waiting to get in mm. and they went out there and they handed them bottles of water. Yeah. Uh, that's, but that's, they, a that's customer not, I agree. Situation. I agree. You know um, what they can still do in Georgia? What can they do? They can still do this. People at the poll sites can give out water. People that work there can give out water. That seems like such a basic what? human. Th- okay. But Alan, someone can give that? out water. It's just, it can't be someone in a shirt that says, hey, I'm definitely not, I know everything I'm wearing is blue, but I'm not a Democrat. 
Here's you why. know what I'm reminded of right like, now. Do you is, follow me on that? Like, I do follow you. Okay. I do. I I get it. You know what I'm re- reminded of right now is huh. during the the protests over the summer when there was evidence that there were pallets of water dropped off to oh, yeah. for the protesters and the cops was went there? through and like cut them all so yeah. they were useless. It's unrelated, but no, it well, makes me think about people that it's illegal to leave water out um, at strategic places for people crossing the desert to get into mm-hmm. the U.S. It's like I don't know. I just don't want them to die. And they cut those bottles too. Uh, You're trying not to be heavy this show. Oh well, if we got plenty to talk about, it'll be fine. <laughs> we want to do a do. quick run of our news. Let's uh, do news the rundown. Problem. This was fun last time. We tried uh-huh. it sort of as a. This was your idea. We gave it a shot last time. And I liked it. You liked it. So we sort of do curated it. some headlines from our time off. Yeah. And mostly the newest stuff, though. All right, you want to go first? You want uh, to go? Sure. The Supreme Court ruled that Google did not violate copyright laws when using parts of Oracle's Java code to create its Android operating system, ending a decade-long dispute between the two tech giants. This thing has been going on so long, I forgot about it. Me too, yeah. Uh, I I do vaguely remember that this was an issue, and they've been fighting about it forever and ever and ever. Um, Wait, how is it settled? It doesn't, that Google did not, but wow, so just just all all those legal fees are gone, huh? just all gone wow. so a bunch of lawyers made a shit ton of money but, <laughs> right uh i mean oracle's doing fine uh ellison's gonna be okay uh and so is google so wow. you know either way interesting. <laughs> they're good to go but that is interesting that they finally ruled on that yeah google has had some trouble in the courts recently more in the in europe than here uh so this is a win for them which yeah. they probably needed so. sounds like it the U.S. and Iran will begin indirect talks related to the 2015 nuclear deal today. The U.S. Yes. The U.S. withdrew from the deal in 2018, as we know and have talked about here plenty, and the remaining parties to the agreement will serve as intermediaries in this week's discussions. So I think the only thing interesting about this is that it's indirect is the, the highlighted word mm. in that sense. They're not talking to each other directly. They're talking through third parties, the other signees of the uh, deal. Uh, the Iranians are, of course, pushing for all sanctions to be removed before they can move forward. And obviously, the U.S. is pretty unwilling to do that. They want some give and take. Let me straighten you out here, sponge. It's give and take around here. You give it to me and I'll take. So, but at least they're talking. I mean, um, we could probably reduce a lot of our sanctions and they'd still be worse than they were post Trump coming in. Like what I mean by that is Trump put so many additional sanctions on when he withdrew out of that deal. I bet we could remove enough and not even get to the point where we get it back to the deal. You know, I definitely think there's movement there. Um, it just depends on how hard line the Iranians are, are willing to be here. And they they're can be at least difficult. They can be. Negotiate. And as I mean, a, that's, that's as the a, classic story John Kerry told about when he, settled this in the first time why why me and you were so outraged that trump walked away from that he walked away because we understood the process that Kerry described going through that and like i i can oh, it was yeah go ahead i mean it was incredible i mean the fact that they got anything done at all was just like uh, you know one percent chance it felt like yeah um so yeah it remains to be seen the i i don't think that I mean, I think that the Iranians aren't going to be okay with getting back to. I don't. I don't not, know. I agree, but at least not it's just pre-Trump. Yeah. You know, like well, if I don't anything think like the okay. American public, we will. I mean, you know, any, <laughs> anything that's better than recent, but still worse than before, we're still thrilled about. 
Yeah, I don't know if they're going to be that thrilled. All right, the next one. Uh, Russian President Putin signed a law that will allow him to remain in power through 2036. The reformer sets term limits, allowing him to run for two additional six-year terms. Um, file this in the unsurprising news of the week. That man will be the president of Russia till he dies, I think. Yep. President right? for life. Yeah. Yep. I mean, <laughs> was that, I mean. <clears throat> no, I mean, this is the writings on the wall, just if you can breathe and look east. But I mean, like, did you see. Uh, it's also been true. Since, I mean, when, when they put Navalny off in a, uh, a work camp, what do they call it? A. It's prison camp, yeah. but did you see the news about him, actually? I was gonna, no. I'll bring that up. Um, so he's been on a hunger strike for a while now, um, and reports are that his health is pretty bad shape. He has a uh, loss of feeling in his legs. They think that might be related to the poisoning. Novichuk poisoning yeah. that he had. Um, but he's... and. He's claiming they're like waking him up every hour at night mm -hmm. and basically torturing him. They're saying no, of course, and they're showing videos of him sleeping peacefully, walking around his his uh, prison, I, talking to other people, drinking tea. But uh, I, I tend to think that uh, he may not be long for this world. I don't know. I, I don't like saying that, but that's, it sucks. Dude, that's terrible. He's in, he's in rough shape. Yeah. He's in really rough shape. So, Man, unbelievable. Yeah. Just moving on through the headlines. I don't know. I don't yeah. have anything to add to that. It yeah, feels no, like just, abrupt. Okay. Arkansas yeah, Governor Asa Hutchinson. Vita, Asa. Asa. Okay. It's, is that the, <laughs> how'd the porn star pronounce her name? Is it Asa? No, I think her, I think she was Asa. Yeah, I thought so too. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. probably why you said it. That of course way. it is. Yeah. <laughs> Duh. All right. Well, anyways, uh, Asa Akira vetoed legislation that would have barred doctors from providing certain types of care to transgendered youth, something that also never would have done. This uh, is, up, update, yeah. the legislature in Arkansas overrode his veto, and no so kidding. it is going into law, yes. This is a man's name. Mm -hmm. That's how it's pronounced differently. Ah, okay. He probably yeah, doesn't do as many it. gape videos. They, oh, Jesus. Uh, they... <laughs> Wow. <laughs> you know, like I used to always say, if you've seen one Asa Kira video, you've, you've seen, seen them all. Them all. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that is actually going into uh, Arkansas's legal code. That's a thing. Wait, I thought you said it was getting vetoed. Oh, those motherfuckers. Really? He, they overrode the veto. Wow. I thought of that as a good thing. Wow. I, I would not have been so chipper. You know, I've yeah. said it before via text to you. I have a soft spot for transgendered people. Yeah. As do Let's I. Let's call my butthole. <laughs> uh, okay, I... moving on. Oh, God. Okay. Next topic. Uh, one U.S. Capitol officer was killed and another was injured after a man rammed his car into a barricade outside the Capitol building on Friday. The suspect was shot by police and later died at the hospital. A motive has not yet been released. Uh, he actually injured two Capitol police officers. The other one is still... I believe still in the hospital. Did you? Uh, so injuries. my only thing I know about this was this headline, and then them talking about it at the end of the daily on Monday because it happened uh -huh. over the weekend. And I, and correct me if you think I'm wrong in noticing this, but it seemed like they were giving an awful lot of like deference, if I'm saying that right. Like they or no, um, they seemed to be awfully kind. They like they were like. He was a member of the, not the Black Nation, Mo of, Islam. Nation of Islam, member yeah. of the Nation of Islam and had many Facebook or social media posts 
um, describing his his troubles he was go- his troubles he was going through personally. And I'm like, is that what you say when like a wackadoo right winger shoots up a college? Like, I, f- I feel like you say something different then, but like. Yeah, they definitely were treating it with kid gloves. There's still we, we don't know a lot uh, about. I, I realize I'm exactly the white what happened on this yet. Show. I'm but sorry. What's that? I said I realize I'm the white person on this show and oh, I take no, hard no. stances like that. <laughs> no. Okay. Um. So yeah, we we still don't know all of it, but that initial indications are yes that he had some um some issues, let's say, and he uh, enacted them and ended in the killing of a Capitol police yeah. officer. Uh. So. Yeah, well, we'll see good thing happens. he didn't have a gun. Uh, well, he had a knife. Oh, shit, we're fucked. We're going to be like well, England, banning knives and shit. Well, he so after he crashed into the barricade, he jumped out of the car with the knife and attacked the second officer, and that's the one that killed Ban him. Ban assault knives. <laughs> Jesus. All right, is it my turn? Yep. Wait. No, is it's it? my turn. Boston is Dynamics you? unveiled a new box-moving robot yesterday. Ooh, box-moving robot. Stretch is the company's first commercial robot designed specifically for warehouses and is capable of moving up to 800 boxes per hour, roughly roughly comparable to a human employee. I bet he has less or it has less less time off tasks than a regular human employee. Oh, we have I have I have thoughts on that. <laughs> All we'll right. get to we'll it. We'll get to we'll that get very to soon. Next, last. I have a question. Yeah. Hold on. Yeah. Why is he called Stretch? Is this Gumby? Like, what I, the fuck? Those people are fucking sick. They realize Wait. that they're building the future, and they want to give them like cute names so that when they become sentient, they're not like, "Thanks for not calling us," you know, <laughs> Sue or whatever that boy named Sue message. Wally. Was. Wally. Thanks for not calling us Wally and treating us cute. Like, although Stretch is pretty kind of condescending. Stretch is that um Stretch Armstrong McCovey? No, who is it? Baseball know. Stretch. Stretch. I don't. I Willie McCovey was I Willie McCovey's so. name. Stretch. You're from San Francisco. That's he's. I am not there. from San Francisco. You live I in ain't. San Francisco. Uh, You're a Giants fan. Hey, I'm gonna look this up. Oh. Hold up. Huh? I gotta look this up. All right. This is real important. Gotta find out more about it. Classic. Oh, there it is. Cool. I have something to look up later too. No, not the stretch. I know what the fucking stretch is as a position. What? No. Well, I, I sexual searched... position or something. No, the you know when you're pitching out of the stretch oh, versus yeah. the wind up. Oh yeah, it's yeah. baseball. Uh, Google, why do you got to be so obstinate? It's yeah, this not... is Willie McCovey. Huh. I was right. Nice. It's McCovey. Nice. I have a bobblehead of McCovey around here somewhere. Does it say stretch on it? No, it just okay, says. Okay. Uh, I think it says Chevron. All right. I think it was sponsored. Last Anyways. topic. <laughs> last topic. Last US headline. Home- last headline. All right, right. Last headline. U.S. home prices increased by 11% in January, marking the largest annual gain since 2014, which seems a little odd considering we're in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah, um, it I- sounds like a bubble. From what I've read, though, apparently lumber costs are one of the main reasons that housing prices have gone up. Lumber costs have gone through the roof. Yeah, but like old home sales are up too, right? Those aren't just new home sales. Right, but if so, as a percentage, you know, you have new homes, you have old homes that are selling at the same time, the, the price is going to go up based on the market. And yeah. if the new homes cost more, the old homes are going to as well, right? They're going to follow the market. Sure, yeah. So, um, and apparently lumber costs have increased by crazy oh, I amounts. Like it costs more to build a house. Yeah. Yes, hmm. yes. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Like we printed $4 trillion or eight. I can't even keep track. So 
Although the infrastructure plan says it will pay itself off. At least that's the first time there's been like, hey, we actually thought about this like being fiscally sound. And like, I might not agree, but I'm at least open to that as opposed to like, we're going to cut taxes for everyone and we're going to spend more. It's like, well, that, how do you do that? Like, well, Trump, Trump would say that you do that by growing the economy so yeah, fast. And it that, didn't fucking do it. it we all, they work. just moved to Ireland anyways. <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, let's get into our first topic. I, do, should, I, we've had enough Dustin's questions. I can do another in the other half. Yeah, I think we're good. All right. All right have, so f- yeah. You want, you want to set up our first topic? Yeah, so last week, big news was the the vote uh, whether or not to unionize the uh, distribution plan of Amazon's in Alabama. Um, and this has been going on for a few weeks now. They actually did the vote uh, last week. The votes are still being tallied. Uh, this is a long process. If you think the 2020 presidential election took a while to figure out, this could be months before we know. Uh, Why does what's it take so long there. to tally the votes? Are, are there like ranked choices? I mean, no, there's no rank. Like, I don't understand why it takes so long. So first they do a private tally of the votes, wherein both parties, the union and the company, have the ability to challenge any votes that they disagree with. So for instance, there's a lot of turnover at this warehouse. So if somebody voted who no longer works for the company, then they can say, we dispute that vote. Uh, They can dispute a vote based on a signature not matching. What? Uh, Yeah. The union can dispute a vote based on saying that the company attempted to influence that individual. Um, in now, is this illegal. Amazon? Is this the Amazon Workers Union of America? No, it's the. It's, it's the, no, it's like a retail name. federation, something like that. Retail yeah. federation, yeah. It's not a union I've heard of. I thought it would no, be IFCW or UFCW. I, I, any of those are my point. Those people, like, aren't unions notoriously corrupt? Yes. And who are the two people that have any say in this fucking conversation? Are they the individuals? It's no. the union leaders who don't represent the people of Amazon or the the workers of Amazon. They represent their union and growing the strength of their union. And if they can bring Amazon in, then you follow me? So they, yeah, have, I mean, so so they have out you know perverse incentives as well as fucking Amazon having every incentive in the world to not have their, their labor unionized. And have you know their co- basically their cost of labor go up, right? Yeah, I, I mean, I have a. I'm going to use, my, I'm gonna use my. I'm going to use my favorite word here. Is I have a very nuanced opinion of, of unions. I, um, I do too. I, on I, on the one hand, I feel like they were very instrumental in the acquisition of workers' rights mm-hmm. in the early 20th century. I agree. Um, and played a huge role in that. On the other hand unions in their current form are money-making enterprises right and so their their mission is to make money um and yes they do uh at some level to do that they have to improve conditions for workers um but i mean i've worked for i've been in unions before um i didn't particularly appreciate the amount of money i had to pay based on what i got back from it yeah um no when i I was 17 i worked at a grocery store and and i was a grocery too yeah and so i was a courtesy clerk and knew the day i turned 18 i would have to be in the union and i was they tell you yeah like Dude, they, so like, I interviewed. They didn't even tell me. Yeah. I just got a letter saying, like, "Hey, by the way, maybe that's you need to give us like two thousand dollars, or we're yeah. going to fire you." Right? Like, what? Yeah, and I was like, "Well, sounds cool." Now I know I don't have to work as a grocery clerk anymore. Like, <laughs> right. So I literally started delivering pizzas where they let me work short hours, and I made tips. And people offered me apple teenies and tried to have weird sex with me. 
nice nice good career choice yeah um i mean i do have to say there there certainly are issues that one can point to at this at amazon um they yeah. are of course they're they're oh, obsessed yeah. with- they i would be great if they improved the the, the quality of work life for the people that work there despite paying them m- double minimum wage locally but sure. yeah i mean they're obsessed with with efficiency one of the reasons they have such high turnover is because people don't last there very long um i i've looked into their some of their business practices because i considered working for them at one point and decided not to yeah um Right, but, but you chose not to. Right. Like, nobody right. put a gun to any of these people's heads. Like, I listened to the New York Times podcast last week where they were interviewing right. a person that was kind of organizing the union. And it was, I wouldn't even say they were a disgruntled employee. I literally kept waiting for the point where they were, like, outraged. And it was a point where they were like, they track every minute of our day. Uh, describe that, time on task. You hinted at it. Yeah, time, so they have a, a metric called time off task. They They sign into, like, a little mini computer at their workstation or they log into it on their phone that's kind well, of they log into it on too. their phone uh-huh. and they're they're most of them are you know if, if they're if they're pickers so they're scanning an item they're putting it in a box that's going to go to the next place that's where they're going to package it and ship it right uh, so the system is constantly monitoring what they're doing and so time off task is anytime that they're not scanning if that's their job or whatever they're not boxing if that's their job it monitors all of that um, again, they're obsessed with efficiency, and that's what those tools are s- supposed to do is maximize efficiency. But people are people. They're right. not robots. Yeah, they're it's not... very dehumanizing <laughs> how it sounds. Yeah. I mean, there's stories about people, you know, not going to the bathroom because they don't want to. They're scared yeah, but how, of time off How task. those stories tend to come out is everyone that works for Amazon pees in a bucket. It's like, I, don't, I seriously doubt that. No, but there are, there are actual yeah, stories like of drivers. China over there. <laughs> of drivers peeing in bottles and yeah. apparently there's emails out there that show that amazon executives are aware this is a, a thing part of their culture mm. um, they should address that then they yeah, really should yeah. well but they mean so so one of two avenues for that to be addressed either the employees all unionize or they recognize that they keep losing people and nobody wants to fucking work for them and you know what yeah listening to that daily show a Dude. lot of it seemed to me to be a divide between um people that are comfortable in a digital environment and people that aren't i know dude that woman was like, like i i couldn't keep i couldn't make it up the stairs to go to the bathroom without resting so i knew that was going to count against my time off task and i'm like you shouldn't have this job like you just don't sound physically fit enough for this job which sounds shitty but it's like they're willing to pay you more than double of the minimum wage which fine minimum wage should be well, higher, but they're paying I mean, 15 dollars an hour which is what people are asking for and then they're like i am not fit enough to do this it's like okay well that's like i alan when i we do you, do you want to say that because i i have an anecdote well, yeah, about so hold common on. So job me and you have both shared. i have to i have to just back up a little bit okay. so you you are well within your rights as a company to put within a job description certain requirements and they can include you have to be able to stand on your feet for eight hours at a time you have to be able to lift 50 pounds or you know, you have to be able to X, whatever it is. And you can put that in the job description and require an employee to do that. And if they take the job, they're saying, yes, I can do these things. And then you can say, okay, you signed up for this. This is what I asked you to do. Now I'm going to ask you to do it. If you don't do it, you're not going to work here anymore. What I was talking about more than the physical stuff, though, was the, it seemed like a lot of the people that were really complaining and were upset about things just weren't comfortable dealing with like 
going to management through an application on right the phone. they're like i don't know where or, my manager is it's like i'm sure no one's looking over all these people like i'm sure right. amazon just didn't staff managers that yeah day. yeah they're just like drones and yeah. you know <laughs> flying around looking at people um so it felt like there was a digital divide there and i'm sure you know you could probably map that out and see there's probably a a, a generational divide where people above this level above this age range are comfortable or not comfortable and people below it are and and i don't um, i don't want those people to hate what it feels like to no. go to work i just i don't feel like anybody's saying but you have to work at amazon it's like right there are people that will pay you less and won't ask as much from you right and and like right. god forbid they want to make sure that you're doing the things that they're paying you to fucking do which is scan boxes so they have a metric of measuring that because they're a technology company. Me and you both worked for um, Schmedschmath and Schmeyond. Dude, we can just say it. I, I, started, I started off working in receiving as the receiving oh, yeah. manager. And I was like, I don't care. I had just moved to Detroit. I need a job anywhere. I have management experience. They hired me as the receiving manager. I'm like, great. I haven't managed the back room before, so... I'll, I'll get my foot in the door, and I didn't do it for very long. Uh, but there are productivity rates. So they have a producti- so many so, cartons per hour. So you and have all to that. do two minutes a box at that store yep. that I was at. So every yep. box that comes through, it can't spit from the time you cut open the box to the time that everything in the box is stickered and ready to go on a conveyance that's going to go out to the floor for people to put on the shelf. It can't take more than two minutes, and they ship enough boxes to the store to make sure that they're at least at that two minutes. Usually we'd be like, look, it's two minutes, but tomorrow we have to do it in a minute 40. Everybody's got to suck it up. And did I go home? Did I like, like think that we needed to unionize? Like, no, I just, no, I thought that I just... like, this was the standard for what I needed to do. And right. if I couldn't do it, I could always quit and find another job. Like I, you know, that was what got my foot in the door and I could have got paid long enough while I interviewed somewhere else and got a different job. And like, all of that sounds like privilege, but I really don't think that it is. I, I think that all those people on that episode sounded like victims. Like I definitely want to see Amazon's uh, business practices changed. But all those pick like this woman, like she, they were said. So that on that on that episode, they're like, so there must be some breaking point. And she's like, yeah, there was. There was this time where she was going to break, and this company that tracks every minute of their day was searching her bag randomly. And she's like, do I get this minute back? And they said no. And it's like, all right, that was your breaking point. Yeah, I mean, so... Like, that's very frustrating. (laughs) I can imagine blowing up because I have a short fuse, but that's not my fucking breaking point. I'd go home and tell someone that listens to me, they'd be like, that fucking sucks. Did you think about getting another job? Yeah, or or just go talk to somebody. To management, I know. management. I mean, I don't want to say too much here, but, like, I I ran Freight Flow in a a really high-volume location in the fourth quarter. Yep, Um, during a remodel at mine. Mine was an A volume store, fourth quarter remodel. They had the front right. of the building off because that company doesn't fucking plan it. <laughs> I did. Oh, in winter in too. In the winter, yes. I mean, I worked at a location. I think I can say this. Uh, if I don't know, twenty-seven million dollars a year we did at uh, that one location. Dude, there was so much stuff we had to to run up ladders and stack. Yeah. You know what yeah. those stores look like, yeah. right? Uh, it was, and you don't intense. get to, you don't know when you go home. So these people are no. complaining, saying we don't know what our productivity goal is, and I think that right. sucks. They need to be more transparent. I think yeah. that internally they should no, be like, I we're th- going to lose all our fucking employees if we don't tell them what's expected of them. I mean, they I called things out it. that were valid that totally that Amazon needs to address, but I don't know that this is the way to. I don't like, think so. If either. I was there, I would rather. Dude, if I was Amazon, I'd just shut the plant down. I'd be like, fine, mm. like. It's going to hurt us for a little bit. I think that's gonna... hard for them to do. Is it? That's what Walmart yeah. used to do, right? 
they did but i i think with amazon the way they're structured like if they shut down a node like that that's i mean that, that place employs almost six thousand people they can trans, i'm sure it's they can it's servicing a huge node. area yeah that's six thousand people you don't just pick up overnight though you know sure what I mean? but if that was in alabama they can move north to tennessee and try it again sure you know sure yeah so i mean i don't know do we have a, a final answer on this thing I, I, no, I guess they, they won't have the results for their straw poll for a while. Oh, I, mean, I didn't I, explain all that. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. So just I'll do it. I'll try to do it quickly. So basically, I did kind of start. So basically, they, they do it in private. Uh, the Labor Relations Board certifies the election. And then both parties have the opportunity to contest it. And they hmm. can contest it on all kinds of different uh, reasons, right. just like the presidential yeah. election. Right. Um, and so from what I've read, it could be months before we actually have any sort of. And like, um, since there's no transparency resolution. or shitty transparency, because both sides are biased, I'm sure we're not going to get a good, because that's how we got here. Right. I was complaining about yeah. unions in my experience. I yeah. like, I agree. I think that like, we talk about it a lot. Like the bridge is not the way, like you use the bridge to get somewhere and then you don't hold on to your lovely bridges. Like, it right. seems like unions, especially in the nature that they are these days, aren't the mechanism you should turn to to get the workers' rights that you want that I agree that you should have. That's all. That's all. I don't not want... And then I sound like a bad guy to say, I don't want the what the union's promising you. That's not what I'm saying. I just think that the union is a poor mechanism to choose, to use. Yeah, and it's costing you a lot of money. It's costing <laughs> you and me a lot of money because yeah, part of... Was it like how many billions of dollars in this last... Uh, budget trick that they fucking put through in by and or what where was this it was in the last one the 1.9 trillion mm -hmm. um there was like i don't know 80 billion for uh private sector unions uh, public sector unions that was just like that has nothing to do with covid relief i think that was more aimed at schools um but i'm, I'm not 100 percent on that yeah. so I, mean, I think that's why they did that but okay. anyway in any event so that's the thing that happened yeah all right, shall we move on? Yes. I think we, we yes. beat that story to death. Okay. Um, Matt Gates. Oh, that little... This thing dropped last week. I was in I, I was in Albuquerque, I would... and I'm texting you. I'm like, what is this Matt Gates story? <laughs> I was like, can we just do a 30-minute show real quick about this? Uh, man, this guy. This guy. Okay, let's get into it, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, tell me, because I honestly, I know a few <sighs> screenshots of the Washington Post that you sent me, because I couldn't fucking open their link, because I'm not paying for it. Uh, I, I, yeah, please inform me of this. I actually okay. haven't been, there's, I, I haven't been, I've been unplugged, man. We just got internet today. There's a lot of snakes in this box. I'm going to try to <laughs> About line them up snakes. straight here. Uh, okay. So, so, I mean, the, I think the big headline here is that he is being accused of having an affair with a 17 year old girl. And Was it cause she had a boyfriend or cause he has a wife. Uh, or is it cause she's 17? Cause she's 17. Okay. Got also, it. I just wanted to understand the context of the word affair. Also, because he may have paid to transport her across state lines. What does which that is mean? Where, like well, put her on a train and met her on the other side? A plane, train, automobile, whatever it might be. Uh, putting an underage uh, person, uh, transporting an underage person across state lines for the purposes of um, having a sexual relationship with is considered sex trafficking in the U.S. Sounds like um, it. Yeah. So he is being investigated by the Department of Justice for that. And motor vehicles, and, probably. <laughs> motor vehicles indeed actually shit dude uh, that reminds me of something else that's not on the sheet <laughs> fuck all right uh the vaccine passport i really mm -hmm. want to talk about yeah, it. yeah sure we can talk about we'll it next week it. no we'll talk about okay. it next week okay um where was i okay so so he is uh being investigated by the doj and this actually started 
prior to uh, Biden's administration. So this uh-huh. was Barr. This was Bill Barr that started this investigation into him. Huh. Um, in fact, oh, dude, there's reporting today that he asked Trump for a blanket pardon before Whoa. he left. Right, because he knew he was in trouble. Okay, start this yeah. from the beginning. Okay, so, there's so much. Okay. All right, so 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 first of all, so the story drops in the New York Times of of him being accused of this and him being accused of sex trafficking, et cetera. This man goes on Tucker Carlson. By the way, Tucker Carlson booked always this interview. Always scowling. Always scowling, but apparently booked this interview blind like a couple hours after the report came out and didn't know what this guy was going to okay. say. At least that's what Tucker would say. Oh, this interview was a fucking train wreck. Um, so, so here's Matt Gates's story, and I will I will attempt to clarify it because okay. the, the way he explained it on on that interview was very difficult to follow. Get ready. So, America. what happened was basically, essentially, there were two people affiliated with the Department of Justice in some way. Maybe they were previously employed there, currently employed there. Don't know. They approached. Gates's father, who is a prominent politician in Florida, had been, a, I believe, a state senator for many years, um, and said, hey, just so you know, there's this investigation into your son that's, that's coming out. And we think it'd be really good for you to, be, to get out in front of it. And here we have a, a, we have a solution to propose to you. So these guys had been trying to rescue a former CIA agent who had been captured in Iran. Um, it's like, always Iran with these Republicans. Was like over a decade ago. Oh, presumed, not in the eighties. No. Okay. In fact, he has been presumed dead. Oh, that's not. Funny. And what they told Matt Gates's father was, "We know this guy isn't dead. He's really alive. We can get him out. It's going to cost about." 25 30 million dollars but if you fund this we'll get this guy out and then we'll let matt gates take all the credit for it thereby sort of floating over this story that he's sex trafficking the 17 year old how would that get that to go away like how would they do all that oh it would just be a better story like hey i might sex traffic wait is that the plan is that literally the plan like hey don't worry We'll wait until the headline breaks that you fuck 17-year-olds, and then we're going to break into Iran and find this long-lost tourist that everybody knows the CIA agent. Jesus Christ. And so, so they so float his dad this said deal. No, right? His dad went to the feds and said, oh. hey, they're trying to extort me. So this is what Matt Gates went on Tucker Carlson and said. Now, here's the fun part is just because these guys went to your dad and said, hey, give us $25, $30 million, and we'll yeah. give your son a, a, a pass. Give me back my son. <laughs> doesn't mean that the, the initial story of what Matt Gates did isn't true. In right. fact, it makes it seem like it's probably more true. Right. Like because, we have all the evidence and right. <laughs> he's definitely going down for this. It's just yeah. a matter of how well we can deflect. Right. Exactly. Wow, man. And so, and so now the story comes out that he was trying to get this pardon from Trump. There's also stories that apparently he's had multiple um encounters with people that perhaps he paid for oh. uh and including the 17 year old girl and that he was showing oh, stop he was showing members of congress hey, pictures oh. and video on the on the floor of congress uh saying hey check this girl Wait. out that i just yeah that's are you thing. serious i am serious like personal videos yes was it on c-span on, like 
Like, <laughs> I don't think he was on, but it was apparently on on the floor. Wow. I, you know what? I didn't think that you had much more than like what was on the surface of that. Wow. Oh, no, there is a lot. Is there more and more? Or is that no, it? no. Well, okay, I mean, God. we'll see what happens. Yeah, but this was wow. like one of the post-Trump populists to watch out for it was him and um, oh, Josh Oh, he went Hawley. to Miralago right after, a week or two after January 6th and had photo ops with Trump Jeez. and he's sort of you know uh, tried to be the heir apparent yeah successfully i would well, say that hairline, and here's the thing the is like apparent. nobody nobody's come out in his defense um except for well that's uh, not a good look except for what about uh, rudy giuliani it? no jim oh. jordan oh. and marjorie marjorie taylor green oh, those are but some... trump yeah those are the guys you want on your side right yeah. uh trump hasn't come out and said anything wow. uh in his defense like nobody else so wow. it feels like they're like, gonna let this guy drown wow. which i yeah fine so, yeah, you know, no let, shit. Let him let him drown. Yeah, sure. He's a horrible person. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, now sounds like a good time to get a beer. Yeah. <laughs> All yeah. Right. Let's Come do back that. and I'll do an imp- we'll do an impromptu DAQ. Okay. All right. God bless. Cool. All right. Cheers. This is the B side of our platter, sports fans. And I'm singing just for you, covered in sequins. In the canyons of your mind I will wander through your brain To the ventricles of your heart, my dear I'm in love with you again We're coming back to the uh, infrastructure, right? Yeah. Okay. yeah. I think we nailed that first half. Um, what is this? Arkansas. Oh, that's Asa Hutchinson. We did that already. I can't believe that's a man's name. Yeah. I'm just imagining, like, hardcore pornography. Did, was How many miles was it to Nashville? I don't know. 30 hours. So, like... 1,800 miles? I don't know. That's a good guess. Hold on. 2,342. Wow. Oh, I can get there for $259. Wow. Sweet. I'll be right over. That's a lot of details. I just Googled stuff. Yeah. Uh, you want to get back to doing a podcast? Yeah. Still looking we at should... tabs? You're good. No, I'm good. Sorry. Uh, Side okay. digressing. Yeah, I'm fine. good. We're good. All right. Ooh. What is this? Is this a uh, local beer? It's a bubbly water. Yeah, LaCroix. I, yeah, it is a LaCroix. It's Tangerine LaCroix. I had a oh. uh, Yingling Lager Tallboy for the first half, though, because they distribute locally here, and I can. You had a Yingling. Mm-hmm. What do you think? It's fine. It's like a Budweiser. Because more malty. I have I have fr- a friend from Philadelphia who um, swore by Yingling. And then yeah, I mean, it's it's great, but it's you know it's, it's like a big deal over there. It's like better, <laughs> bigger than like. Budweiser or whatever. They are like America's, it says it on the can, I don't have it anymore. They're like America's fourth largest independent or they're the largest independent brewer. I've never had one. They're good. They're, I know they're huge in Philly. but Yeah, yeah, they're good all over. Anywhere near near Philadelphia, near Pennsylvania, they, they distribute pretty well. Uh, I know they have a couple like uh, Philly's Flyers bars in San Francisco that serve it. They get shipped in. <laughs> Uh, can we start the second half with a question? Of course. I have a lighthearted one. 
hopefully you didn't read this ahead. I, I had to write this down because I thought there might have been a conspiracy wrapped inside of, uh, or some ill intent wrapped inside of the Step Brothers universe. You know the Step Brothers movie with uh, Will Ferrell and John C. Riley. Mm-hmm. So that scene, I have it on Blu-ray somewhere. Yeah, yeah. That that scene where, yeah, you should. Good. <laughs> Remember that scene when uh, Dale, that's John C. Riley. Uh, uh, they're they're talking about having so much more room for activities with their bunk beds that they built, and they like makeshift the bunk beds together. You know, they were their normal beds, and they like stack them on top. It was of after each other. they became best friends. Right. Yeah. 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 It was like okay. the pinnacle of them becoming best friends. <laughs> And John C. Riley jumps onto the talk bunk and says, Hey, I've been meaning to ask you, do you like guacamole? Was he like making a pun or a joke about like, was it like, I'm going to smash you with this top bunk and turn you into guacamole? <laughs> uh, I don't even remember that scene, but I'm going to remember that scene. <laughs> no, dude. you have it on Blu-ray. It's like, I a... do. How do you, that's not... right there. I will watch it again and Wait, let you know. How do you not remember that scene? That's like, if you remember one scene, I don't remember him brothers, asking the... about guacamole. Do you remember when he smashes him with the upper? Yeah. 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 That's what he I don't says remember the right guac before. part of it. Well, so, I'm going to say that, yes, he did it intentionally. Oh, man, I can't wait to see what you think. Next he was a forward it. thinker. Nah, maybe not. <laughs> well, speaking of forward thinkers, let's talk about our uh, oh. our Stumbly President's infrastructure plan. Yeah. So $2 trillion with a T. So if you're keeping track, that's like $4 trillion in the last two bills. Oh, shut right? up. Yeah. yeah this one, one at least comes with an idea of how to make it back. Yeah, so it's called the American Jobs Plan. It calls for investment in several areas, including highways, bridges, transit, and broadband. Uh, so trying to bring broadband to areas that are more remote. Uh, one of the <laughs> so there's a couple things that are sort of ambiguous in this plan, where it says like the ten most economically important bridges in the country uh, would I get it was repaired. Thousand, so it's ten. I think it's 10 per see I'm reading this article right now and it says 10 but I believe it's 10 per state or 10% per state hmm. this seems wrong it's in the New York Times so clearly it's the paper of record yeah. but um wait can we get that straight let me look this up hold up huh I gotta look this up it will fix the 10 most economically significant bridges in the country in need of re- reconstruction it will also repair the worst 10,000 smaller bridges oh okay so it's the top 10 plus 10,000. Hmm. That's a lot of bridges. Smaller bridges. I mean, driving across the country, I think I hit about 10,000. Well, I mean, and there's a lot of bridges that are in really bad repair. Like yeah. the Army Corps of Engineers has been saying for, I don't want to say decades. Didn't we have a bridge collapse so- in like 2008 in Minneapolis? Yeah. And we're like, this is the yeah. end of the fucking world. We got to fix this now. Didn't Trump promise to have some kind of a plan like this? Of course he did. Every politician promises to do this. You know what's funny, nobody- though, is I, I think that he actually had I, I don't think that he had a real plan but he did propose or the republicans proposed an infrastructure bill in like 2018 i think it was like after the democrats already had the house and uh-huh. they and they were like no nah, no because we want to be in charge of the purse when this happens don't you remember that vaguely i well do you remember his uh his that's plan shitty, to replace though. obamacare 
uh, the, the book, book that, that had nothing in it. Don't fucking change the subject here. Like, like that's shitty. Like he, there was a plan to have some infrastructure done under Trump, and they didn't want to say yes to it because they wanted to have the purse strings. The Democrats having the House. I don't think that's fucking helpful. Like, I think they'd get in office and fix what you thought the other ones wasn't good enough doing. Because I guarantee you, that's what they'll do if they get in charge. While this is still underway, like they're going to. So I don't recall the specifics of that. Would it have passed the House and not the Senate? Um, it no, it would have passed the Senate. The House killed it. Oh, right when the Democrats had the House, they killed the Trump administration's, albeit probably insufficient. uh, Sure, but it was something infrastructure. Well, because I was going to say, like, if it was killed in the Senate, well, all the more reason to end the filibuster like sure. let's get some shit done or at least um, change it so that you can end it and vote it based off the people that are present it's like stupid that that's not they could just not be there and that counts as yeah I, to me that feels almost like a band-aid when you need a actual like, i don't know solution. i think i yeah but that solution's long term and you're gonna have to because then what happens doing it. so once that 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 is established as precedent then they're gonna show up and then you're still okay. going to be yeah, back then in the people, same... Well, if they're not actually filibustering, they're doing it by pledge of Oh, filibuster. so you mean make them talk also? Yes, yeah. Okay. Your job, I mean, otherwise it's no gesture. It is a gesture. It's, it's no, just it's a nothing, gesture, yeah. yeah. It's, an <laughs> it's nothing gesture. less. Yeah. It's nothing yeah. more, yeah. yeah. Um, so the way he's planning to fund this infrastructure plan is by increasing the corporate tax rate from 21% to 28%. For the record, yeah. that is going to be less than what it was before Trump lowered the corporate tax rate. Yes. Which is, is something as an example said in the first half where as long as it's not as long as it's better than what Trump did, we're happy. It's like no, they fucking stole from you. Like you're in a worse position than you were before. It was like 33 33- percent before and trump brought it to yeah 21. i was just googling it and did you look that up i gotta look this up yeah i did <laughs> yeah 33 it was 33 nice yeah, yeah so it went from 33 to 21 and then biden's moving it up to 28 and people and republicans are gonna be like this is outrageous we didn't just gain six five points i can do math in my head by the way just just in my circles of people that i talk to and deal with a lot of people in corporate life were pretty surprised by this reduction in corporate taxes a lot of major corporations decided just to give their employees a bunch of random bonuses yeah they're like well we didn't expect to have all this money we have like let's i'd seen looser purses (laughs) from some places but big places just moved to ireland as mentioned right right Or Um, or something but here's the thing like it didn't. It didn't keep any businesses really here. That's what I'm trying like, to say. That, it, I mean, that's, wasn't a, that's what I. And was that was the whole point at. of yeah, it, right? The whole so, point of it was to keep more businesses. Well, so are you saying here. that the result of that was that more people got like bonuses from companies that were willing to pay it out? Yeah, but I'm sure. So that that gap in what it was I before Trump and po- <laughs> and post Trump certainly didn't all go to the worker. A lot of it went to the top one percent. A lot of it went 1% to of the one percent. <laughs> To, to shareholders, to hedge fund managers, yeah. to CEOs, right? Yeah, um, yeah they trick. Some of it trickled down. Oh, trickled down. Yeah, some did though. Some did because there but, was nothing but stories about people pirating or what is it? What's the word? Plungering, plungering, plunge, plungering <laughs> the uh, PPP funds. Man, that alliteration would have been great if I could have nailed it. Oh yeah, I, I was like, where is he going here? Uh, yes. Th- 
there was plenty of abuse of the PPP. That's system. unrelated. Sorry. Unrelated somewhat. Uh, so I think it's interesting. I think that, uh, so I, I, I'm, I don't know what the negative consequences of, of moving the tax rate from 21 to 28 would be. I don't feel like we're going to see a max exodus of large corporations because of that. That's already less than it was, you know, four years ago. Um, still less than it was four years ago. And they didn't expect that cut to begin with. So right. I think it would be fine to do this. Janet Yellen, who was the uh, former Fed chair. I thought you were going to say that here. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> who's now the... Uh, the secretary of the treasury in the Biden administration. And she's, uh, you know, she knows this stuff forwards and backwards. She's uh, a very strong um, academic when it comes to this sort of thing. Um, she is actually proposing a worldwide corporate tax rate. Uh, she cites a race to the bottom in which countries have cut tax rates to attract businesses. Uh, and while no formal agreements have been announced, Yellow noted that the U.S. is working with the G20 nations to establish a global minimum. I don't know what the incentive would be for for any of these other countries to agree to this. Yeah. Other than that, that their revenues are suffering so much because they're doing everything they can to uh, court these various uh, what are huge the countries companies. In the G20. So I mean. Is that what you're asking? No, no, that was fine. Okay. I just forgot the scope of the entities in it. Like, I can it tell you. People? No, no, no. I literally just couldn't remember if it was the G20 or if it was like USA, well, Canada, Mexico bullshit. No, no, no. It's okay. just Argentina, Australia, Brazil, Canada, China, Germany, we France. We don't have time for this. Yeah. 20? That could take us hours. Shit. We're going to run out of time for sharks. I'll stop. There's no time for sharks. <laughs> well, you started with Argentina. I appreciate that. Um, yeah, they, it was alphabetical. Yeah, we also would probably be done by now if I just let you talk. <laughs> so, I mean, okay, I, I mean, let's talk about this conceptually. Like, mm. I am opposed to, I, I'm opposed to things that I think will restrict the individual. Um, I think that you know, should you start a company, um you should you are expressing a bit of your individuality and you shouldn't have that stifled too much while you're running a business so those are kind of like my philosophical positions coming to this thought um however i can see an argument for like she's saying there's a race to the bottom so there's countries that are like ireland that i keep talking about right like can you give mm -hmm. other examples so i don't sound like i'm just stuck on one track. i think ireland is the prime example yeah. i'm sure that there are, I mean, so the EU pretty much has, I believe the EU has a set uh, corporate tax rate across the entire EU. Um, but Ireland has been notorious for it. I mean, there's there's a lot of examples of companies leaving to go to places for cheaper taxes. I think some of it's South America, some of it Mexico, yeah. um, et cetera. So, I, you know, if there, if that's a way, if that can be done fairly, I can imagine that, creating i mean see the problem is well it's just it doesn't reflect what people are willing to pay like, can it's i just, just a statement but I mean, what what that it's going to act in the way that the federal reserve talks about interest rates well so i think that what you're talking about doing is is taking a card off the table for for countries to compete with right so yeah. so when you have countries competing for these huge international firms to be located in their country um there is 
a workforce, right? There is is there is there a workforce that's skilled enough to do what you need to be have done, right? Right. Um, is what's the cost of labor? What's the cost of real estate? What's the do the are the materials I need easily available, or do I have to right. import them? If I do have to import them, do I have to pay a lot to get them here? Right. Um, there's all these factors that come right? into price that come into price, which determine whether or not a company wants to be in Ireland or the UK or the US, right? Um, and what this is doing is, okay, if we say it's 24% across the board, everywhere in the world, now that's not a chip anymore, right? right. We're all playing on that same field. And so now it's really about all those other things we talked about. And that seems fairer, I think, Does because, it? well, because if you, who gets hurt by corporate taxes being lower and corporate profits being higher i don't Who gets know hurt? I, the programs that are funded by those taxes yeah or you could say by the anticipated revenue of those taxes like when they write these bills they're based off corporations paying making the money because they're successful in the u.s and paying what's believed to be a fair share in taxes through their corporate taxes, right? Like that's the idea behind it. And if corporations are finding ways to get around having to do that, because I don't know, everyone that works there pays taxes. They pay taxes on all the goods they buy. Like they pay sales tax left and right. Like they play plenty of, they pay plenty of taxes. I'm not going to sit here and keep defending corporations. That's not my position on this fucking show. I just think that that's, um, you know, if they can find a way to, in their business model, keep their price to the consumer down. I said price in the different context earlier, but um, I, I mean, I just think that's part of how they will play. And if countries so, can use that as leverage as what the other, as like if both parties are able to find a good price for what they're shopping for, which is where they put their corporate headquarters for tax reasons. Um, I don't, I don't think it's necessarily unfair so where do you come down here then? Would you like to see a global corporate tax, like everybody's on the same playing field, or would you not? I That scares me because of... I mean, there are in inherent advantages to first I, I, countries here, right? I, right, like, and, and I like the idea that it would guarantee that if anyone's paying for it, everyone's paying for it. Cause that's the part that pisses me off. That's actually the only part that pisses me off. Like I'd like to think that I should run a business and I shouldn't be able to be like, well, Amazon can do it this fucking way. That's fucking bullshit. I'm paying the full fucking price. Mm -hmm. And if we all get stuck at 25 for whatever number you said, and, Equal those, playing field. and they, but they still find a way to not pay it. That's going to oh, piss me the fuck off. Like there's always opportunity right. for like buying, you know, political parties to get what you want. Um, so yeah, that's the part. That's the part that upsets me. Like that. That's the kind of corporate change I'd like to see, but I don't know how. <sighs> Man, there's a whole like this gets really fucking complicated. Like because from here you go to subsidies and tariffs and like all this other stuff which impacts global trade. Um, well, tariffs and, are just poorly thought out. Like just as an of course. Idea. Like subsidies just, that's something that should have never been on the table and they're like we can't stop using tariffs as a thing what do you mean we've always used tariffs it's like that hurts you you're the one suffering that's a tax on right. your citizens right and subsidies disadvantage um newcomers to the marketplace significantly so it's um 
I don't know. It's a, it's a sticky wicket, that one. I, I tend to think that a, I, w- I would be in favor, I think, of a global corporate tax I like rate. the idea of it. Like, I love yeah. the idea of it, but I, like, instantly start thinking of ways that it, it won't work out well because, you know, typically... Because people will find loopholes an or, or the thing, big companies like, will. You know, organization falls apart. Like, that's the nature of the universe. So, like, that will start off well-intended and it will disintegrate into bad outcomes, as is likely... You know, so things on large scales make me nervous in that way. I hear you. Yeah. Uh, just, just real quick. So, one of the interesting things about this bill is it seems really unlikely that we would get to sixty votes in the Senate to pass a bill like this. However, the the parliamentarian You're talking about the two trillion. Yeah, yeah. The oh. parliamentarian has ruled that uh, they can pass this through reconciliation. Okay. How often are they allowed to use reconciliation? Is are they talking about planning it now for next year? I think they they're allowing them to kind of go back to the initial budget one point nine trillion. Um, Fuck off and add, no, and amend real. two trillion yeah. to it. And isn't yeah. it more than two trillion, or is it only two trillion? It's pretty it close. Matter. I mean, when you say more than two trillion, like There's it's two point one millions in a trillion, <laughs> so you can hide so much money in that shit. In any event, yeah, yeah the parliamentarian has ruled that they can uh, get this through with reconciliation. So didn't they say that it would pay? It would start to pay like. A certain percentage of it off by 20 uh 35 35 yeah something like that like the entire amount that's what's okay i mean like i can imagine those i think the cbo i I know they've worked in the past will run the numbers usually but yeah okay they usually revolve around us starting a new war and getting to use that new industry but i I don't like this you know yeah i think i think that it's i think that it's something like this is good to see happen I am nervous that it will be um, fought over. And that's another thing, too. Like, this will have to be debated, right? This won't end up the way that it's being proposed or it's written. And that's what. Well, so basically, you got to get Manchin in the Senate. Uh, Everybody else would probably fall in line. So, yeah. Kind of runs through West Virginia at this point. Um, can we move on to this the Trump thing? Yeah, the donation scandal. Yeah. You had a post, uh, a couple of posts, I think, on our Instagram feed about how this thing was working. Uh, it was just they gave back like a hundred and something million dollars, I want to say, in refunds right. because of this. And the Biden administration Tal- gave some money back too. How much was theirs? It's like twenty million. Yeah, like a fraction. Yeah. So. So tell, tell, tell me about it. They had a story in the Times where they interviewed people that were talking about ways that they thought they were setting up uh, one-time donations. And then they turned out to be, you know, they, they didn't unclick a box that says, are you sure you don't want to just make this weekly? And, you know, they... Did they, you see what these boxes looked like? Yeah, fucking atrocious, man. They were so predatory, yeah. dude. Describe. Like, it was like, do you support President Trump and, well, and great America yeah. and bring America back yeah, again? And also, That's by me. the way, we're going to charge you $500 yeah. a week for the rest of your life. No, I liked the president. What did you say about that first part again? <laughs> uh, they were predatory as fuck, man. Like, the, like I... At the end of the day, these are people that made mistakes and financially it impacted their lives terribly. Yeah, but these are also people who were super bought into the cause. Right. Like, like they, really, like there's like examples. They donated $500. It was everything they could. Yeah. That I mean, got there's drawn examples. Out for over nine weeks. He's like, what? Yeah. There's examples of senior citizens. There's one guy donated like $990. And then it got taken out like every month for months. And this guy only makes like $1,500 a month on social security or something. Um, Just, uh, and 
it was so obvious a, a, a cash grab. Right. Like it wasn't like even such a clean, clear con, and uh, just just uh, like unconscionable. It feels like though to be just to the the way they just are... look so like. Um, like the, you know what? The lack of respect is what hurts the most. You know, it's the lack of respect. <laughs> you know what hurts the most is the the lack of respect. You know, that's what hurts the most. Except for the, except for the other thing, that hurts the most. But the lack of respect hurts the second most. Ridiculous. You know, then I mean, the, these are uh, his people, man. I mean, yeah. he's, he is fleecing his own. I know people, it's offensive. Like, I shouldn't be laughing, but okay. So here's the deal, like. I, I don't know if I asked you in a text or if I said it to Natasha. Like, if, if all of this was happening, if they found out, like, Obama ran a scam like this and halfway through Trump's term, something like this came out where they were talking about it, how polite do you think the Republicans would be towards the Democrats for making such oh. a boneheaded mistake? <laughs> you fucking... Yeah. No. So, be, like, yeah. that's the only reason I feel so comfortable, like, just, you know, laughing at them right now because, you know, in a very childish way i was like well whatever you would have been dicks to anyone who acted this way so you kind of got what you deserved too can i just i i gotta go back to the mitch mcconnell mlb comments what happened like oh, yeah no we already talked about yeah. it like like can you this is the republican party the the face of the current republican party saying businesses shut the fuck up <laughs> this is are they not the corporate party of America? They, I mean, yeah, they are. But I mean, they, what the? And and, and it's so, mind blowing to me that that he would say that. But, oh, but by the way, uh, the notions keep them coming. Like, yeah, keep, keep, I still keep want those coming. Still want the still want the money. Yeah, straight cash. Just, homie. yeah, but like, don't don't try to weigh in on any of these like situations. We don't want. What do you think they're here for that? For like, what did you <laughs> think the money was for? <laughs> You pay me so I can make these decisions. Yeah, like no, I don't you don't we don't need your input. How, like Yeah, like everyone else knows what the money's for, Mitch, including right. you, including <laughs> Nancy. Free speech means that you pay me to do what I want. No, that's what that means. That's not what it means. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're like Coca Cola thinks that they can be political activists. It's like right. all right. Like I don't understand what you're telling me about this. It's weird. Like, <laughs> so what? Like, I thought thought there were people. I thought corporations they were, yeah. were people. Yeah, they have the right to free speech, man. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah, don't make me protest. Shit. They're just they're not congruent thoughts. It's just whatever I have to say to hold on to power. As you can see, the power is slipping away. And the good news is, hopefully, this type of power in general slips away. I I I know I sound like a wet blanket, but I feel like. The Biden administration's using a lot of the same levers, just with you know, a better suit. You know. Yeah, I, I, I mean, politics is politics, and and yeah, they they are at some level. It, I, I would argue that it's slightly less egregious than. Oh than yeah. What we, what we were seeing previously. Well, no, they all do it inside the Constitution somehow. Right. Yeah. It's like if you read it this way, it means this. It's like you son of a bitch. It never meant that. Like, all right. But at least the Trump administration, they were just like, well, what book? Sorry. Yeah. yeah. We have lots of books. Yeah. That one doesn't matter. Yeah. Speaking of people that don't like books, do you want to talk about Myanmar? Yeah. I, I mean, they I don't do, like communications, uh, right? Isn't that what they got they, her they, with? They really do not. They've they shut down internet and mobile internet access again. Fuck, man. Um, there are reports coming out that, you know, 
more people are being shot that are protesting in ruthless ways they're killing like they're children they're randomly killing children not like so it, you know when you imagine these stories it's like somehow a kid died it's like no a father was like working in his yard and someone shot a kid in the head like i mean yeah. i guess the bullet could have been that's very unfortunate but it seemed pretty like it's hard to not hear those stories and think that they're trying to send a message of terror because that's the rest of it right is the, yeah, yeah, and so there's this whole culture within the the military in Myanmar, uh, which is that they're very uh, apart from the rest of the culture of the country. Um, they have their all of their own sort of like banking and even like grocery place. Like it, they're they're insulated within that society um, almost, and and they're taught from a young age that they are the guardians of. Um, both both yeah. the buddhist faith and the country yeah the romans um, had this with the janissaries it didn't end right. well. yeah it's it's not pretty um and it, it continues to escalate people continue to bravely protest um this this junta this military takeover um it's man it's it's not pretty and it it's not getting talked about at all no. in the mainstream really that's Imagine why if they I, had oil jesus I mean that's that's the reason I try to bring it up on the show is I yeah, think people should no, be too. aware of it. Uh, it sucks, man. Literally, I, the only reason they talked about Yemen as much as they did is because it's about oil and shit, and we yeah. have military presence here. We're like, whatever. What do you want to start another Vietnam? That's all they have to say, like to keep it. Yeah. Clean. I mean, I don't want a military escalation. I don't either. Um, I mean, what kind of solutions are there on a state to state level with this other than what they're doing? Don't you have United Nations for this? In theory, I, I, I mean, yeah. So, so it's the people that. So it's always the individuals, then, right? So, as stories as of now are, if there's signs of hope, it's the people within that military that recognize that it's a cult and are kind of breaking free from it. And uh, there are people actually doing that, but it's it's not enough, and it seems like it it won't be. I mean. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what it is that will affect change there. Hopefully, it's not more people. It seems dying. unsustainable. I don't know. It's almost man. like I they was, put a I siege was, on themselves. I was listening to a thing about the Khmer Rouge in Cambodia oh last God, week. Yeah, don't do that if you get a chance. No. Uh, better, not wear, dude, better not wear eyeglasses, right? Man, that stuff can go on for a really long time. But unfortunately. it's modern day. It is. It's still happening. <sighs> I don't know. It seems unsustainable. But you disagree. I would I would love to agree with you. I would love nothing more than to agree with you, but it seems a staple of our existence, unfortunately, mm-hmm. on some level. I, I man, I hope they figure something out. I don't I don't have a solution. I don't want a military intervention no. either. Um and I don't know we talked about sanctions, we talked about all that. Ultimately, it's going to be economics. Yeah. And th- there are I mean, a lot of people. There's been st- strikes. Yeah. People are just not going to work. And that's, so if the, crippling, if that's the, why it seems unsustainable to me. If the economy grinds to a halt and they're forced to deal with that, I mean, maybe that's the only solution. Yeah. I, but, but, but for that to happen, the amount of pain and suffering well, is immense. It, right. And it sucks that anybody would have to go through that. But I mean, that's the nature and of And the conflict, people that right? bear like, the brunt of it are, you know. Yeah. But they're bearing the People brunt of it under a military state, so they're willing to do so. They shouldn't have to. This is why course. you don't give the ability for that much power. But it's not like it's not. I mean, it was just 
they're they're a significant part of the population. I want to say they're like it's thirty five million people there, and there's like eight million people in the military. Is that an exaggeration? It might even be ten million. <laughs> yeah, I think it's something like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Don't fact check us. At me at Alan five seven nine. No, I, I feel like that number's right. Okay, pretty sure. You can well, at me. I don't okay. mind. All right, cool. Well, uh, do you want to get into what we've been? Or do you have another news item? Uh, no, I think we're okay. Cool. Just make we're sure. on to media. Uh, what did you watch in media? Dude, I watched Kong versus Godzilla. Dude, uh, they talked about podcasting in that. They did. I heard about that. That's all I heard. That was actually like one of the main themes. <laughs> Telling you there is something provoking him that we're not seeing here. Why else would Godzilla flash an intimidation display if there wasn't another Titan around? That podcast is filling your head with garbage. You should be in school. It was great. Wait, you didn't watch it? I haven't seen it yet. Oh, we just okay. got internet today. Okay, okay. And okay. I get a 65 inch in uh, next Tuesday. Nice. Dude. You couldn't get a 69 inch? Like I know. Damn it. <laughs> four more inches, dude. I'll have to put a border around it. <laughs> the LED lights, like all the kids do. Yeah. My what? son has LED lights all oh, around his room. Jesus. You know this I thing, right? I thought you were going to say something else. Yeah, I do know this thing. Please okay. move on. Uh, so that. Kong versus Godzilla is the newest iteration of the King Kong movies, I guess. It was released in theaters as well as on HBO Max simultaneously last Sunday, I want to say. Yeah, I was. Um, it might have been midweek. Wednesday, was it Wednesday? I don't know. I, I was watched in, it the day I it came was out. in the Sheridan in Oklahoma City, and you were telling oh, okay. me about watching it. And I was like, I just can't, man. I can't even go out. I just. It was a fun movie, man. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Like I, I liked the the Kong with you Samuel like Kong. L. Jackson. Oh, Do you remember nice. that one? Uh, no. Skull oh yeah, Island. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. fun. It was that stupid. was fun. It was stupid. Too much, but it was fun. Life on that island for anything. Yeah, yeah. Sense. This one was also stupid, slightly less stupid, but fun. Like I enjoyed it a lot. I thought the story was pretty good. There's a little girl in it who is um I won't spoil, but um I really liked her character. I thought she was a lot of fun, um and interesting to watch. Um the CGI was obviously there's a shit ton of CGI. I mean, you walk into this movie, that's what you expect, right? Yeah. Um but it was good. It didn't take me out of it. Uh it was better than Transformers. Um, oh, okay. And the, the plot was actually for for this genre of movie. The plot I thought was actually pretty good. Was like, the was Kong the same size as Godzilla? Yes. How did they do that? He wasn't that big before. Yeah, he was pretty much. Oh, dude, Godzilla was thick. <laughs> Godzilla been eating some fucking Cheetos. I don't know what, but Godzilla thick as fuck. Um, Nice. Yeah. No, they were they were the same. They were pretty much the same size when they were fighting. I can't stop eating fruity pebbles. <laughs> That's weird. Okay. Yeah. I just pour a bowl and then I keep pouring it until there's like I can't a whole even bunch if... of sogginess and then I eat that. I don't even remember the last time I've had fruity. I'm gonna pebbles. have fruity pebbles when we get off the podcast. Fruity pebbles are like um. The, Watch your words, the, Alan. The Rice Krispies, yeah. but they they have like a Sugar Fruit Loops them. flavor yeah. flavor to them. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm not uh, yeah, it's so a good thing. I, <laughs> back to the movie. I do recommend Kong vs. Godzilla. It was a lot of fun. I turned all the lights off. I I uh, darkened Closed my room. I had some popcorn. Nice. It felt like a real cinema experience. It was great. Nice. Um, I've gone. Let's see. I you know driving cross country. We just watched more of the Marvel universe. Uh, oh, we yeah. got cut up to Age of Ultron. Um, 
Did you watch the new Falcon? No, we're doing all this so we can watch that. Okay. Which is funny because we didn't do this before we watched WandaVision. <laughs> I always want to say WandaVision, like W. I said that before, and I said W instead of J. Wan. 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 The way I say Wan. Wan. Oh, Amber, my cu- my sister, says uh, Wan the way you say Wan. <laughs> nice. Fathers me. All right, Amber. We're homies now. I don't even remember how I like saying it now. We started this. It makes me mad that Tom Segura talked about it his show like two weeks later. I know. I know. <laughs> <sighs> Remember. Oh, shit. Anyways, do you have a quote? I don't. Oh, wait. I have a quote. Oh, I have a can quote. I? Yeah, you know what? Ahead. Yeah. No, go for it. Did you have a quote? No, I was going to say I watched another thing. But yeah, I don't talk about it's... it. I, all I okay. watched was, um, you know, Avengers movies. It was fun, but we've all seen them. All right, she so asks I a lot watched... of questions. It makes it fun to watch it with her. Nice, nice. I watched Seaspiracy on Netflix, okay. which is a documentary, and it begins with this guy who is the main, um, he's the director and the main. Seaman? What's his name? Seaman. His name is Ali, Ali, G. Ali, not Ali G, Ali Tabrizi. Um, anyways, it starts with him. Uh, you know he's really interested in the, in the ocean, and he's very taken by the movement of with the whole the plastic straw removal thing. Oh. So he like stops using plastic straws. He goes to his local beach and he's cleaning it up, and he's like, "Am I really having any impact? Am I actually doing any good by, by what I'm doing?" So he starts to research what is actually happening in the oceans, and he takes it pretty far. And sadly, he finds out that. You know, most of the stuff he's been doing is pretty much useless. At the end of it, you almost don't want to eat sushi ever again. Hey. So I don't recommend it, but it's a really good movie. Oh. Um, Where's this on? Uh, it's on Netflix. Shit. All right, I'll probably watch it. Don't you ruin sushi. I mean, damn, dude. It was it was rough to watch, but I, I've I've looked at some fact-checking of some of the stuff that, that he purports in the, in the documentary. Well, I can't eat turkey. accurate. Why can't you eat turkey? I didn't mean turkey. I can't eat poultry. I don't like the way they treat them chickens, and I don't like the way they oh. treat piggies. And frankly, if it weren't for the cows that I saw on the way to Oklahoma <laughs> that Natasha almost beat me with, I never wanted to see a cow die again in my life. I wanted to see less yeah. cows on her side. We saw a dead cow like in the like culvert on the side of the road <sighs> while we were driving through uh, the panhandle was of Texas. Was it like... Distended. That is normal, but it was on the outside of the fence. It's like someone like backed up a refrigerator and then drove forward. Oh, but just was, dumped it there. I mean, I don't think that's what happened. I don't know what happens to cows like that, though. I mean, maybe it finally got some freedom and it was uh, too much for it. I, that flies in the face of everything <laughs> I believe in. I'm not going to sit it, here and have you. Say I said it. that on purpose to trigger you. Trigger just, me. just so well, you. All right, here, I have a quote. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right, bring the quote. Nothing in life is to be feared. It is only to be understood. Now is the time to understand more so that we may fear less. Hmm. Except radioactivity. Except radioactivity? Uh, By Mary Curie. (laughs) Marie Curie? I always say it wrong. By Marie Curie. (laughs) The radioactivity was added by Dustin, yes? Yes. Okay, just She should have cared more about that. She should have. Hmm. Dude, that was a fun show. That was a fun show. We came in, by the time we started it, I think we came in at two hours. I was surprised. The first half took a long time. Or are we three it, hours? Uh, Is my clock wrong? 
No, I think we're like two hours, dude. Yeah. Maybe even less than two hours. Yeah, that's pretty good. I was worried. I think that's our second great. half was really short then. Yeah, we got to hit the uh, the vaccine passport next week. I well, definitely yeah, but that also, like, the way that that's going to morph. That's always going to keep changing. Because, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. like, I haven't shifted my position because my position the whole time has been what I said a long time ago about, like, going into concerts and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I've said that on the show, so it's cool. Like, you wait, did. did we already end it? Oh, we didn't say drive safe, have fun, God bless, did we? Oh, shit, no. All right. And we uh, didn't say. Alan, I burped right into the microphone. Oh, my God. Did you listen to our power hour? I listened to part of it. I didn't finish it. There's a lot of burping. Yeah, there's a lot of burping. (laughs) Well, I mean, that's to be expected, I think. I try. I was so mad at you every time you did it in the microphone. I know. I will be better next time. It was my first power hour. You know, like. That was pretty. I didn't even know what I was walking into. You were fine. I was a mess at the end. I think we both were. Yeah, I know. All right. Well, <laughs> if you haven't had enough of us, go check out last week's Power Hour. I think we've really sold it. We covered six topics in an hour. It we was, did. Yeah, it was challenging. It was epic. Yeah. And I, and I had eight beers, I think, in an hour. Too many beers. Yeah. All right. Uh, drive safe, Alan. Yes. Uh, uh, I hope cheers. I didn't offend you with my burping. Or no, no, no offense taken. Good. God bless. Cheers. That was fun. Podcast. Now this is podcasting.